Welcome to the Talk with Clouds podcast. Your host is Katie Ann, an island girl on a journey with her guests to learn about their backgrounds, businesses, passions, experiences, life lessons, and wins. Come and laugh, cheer, learn, and plan with us. My friend, take some time to come and talk with Clouds. Welcome to Talk with Clads. My name is Katie Yen, and I'll be your host for today. We have special guests in the house today. We have three, actually. They are representing the non-for-profit foundation, the Alleluia Tribe. We have Nashan Elise, the publicist. Um, we have Stephanie Alexis, who is vice president. And we saved the best for last. <laughs> Barbara. And Barbara is the president of this organization. So, ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Okay. So, Barbara, tell us a little bit about the non-for-profit. How did you get the Alleluia Tribe, or why did you start the Alleluia Tribe? Wow. Um, Hello, Ms. Kerian. Thank you so much um, for giving us this privilege to be here. It's an honor. Um, we are Alleluia Tribe, just like you said, and a nonprofit um, that started six years ago um, in July 2016. Um, Alleluia Tribe started at a, a moment of um, reflection. Okay. It started while I was on a journey with the Lord. And I was searching my heart, and I was recovering from uh, 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 something that was very traumatic that happened to my boys, and I was reflecting on my um, desire to continue serving within the church, okay, and also to continue honor him. But I said, God, I wanna, I wanna honor you. I wanna serve you. I need you to give me a platform okay. to serve you better, where I feel at ease, where I can serve with my kids next to me that I know that they are safe and you know and, and I can um, serve not feeling that I'm in a restricted atmosphere and I wanted to be able to serve um, from my heart to heart and to just honor him and um, I had a vision okay and, and these are visions that I, I kept having but I never really took it seriously because I, I struggle with doubt Every time the Lord will show me something, I would think, oh, that must be your mind because my brain is 24-7, you know, always thinking, always, you know, um, contemplating different ideas. So the first time I had the vision, I thought it must have been me thinking. Okay. And then I had the dream again, and it was so clear. I saw myself on a pulpit, on a stadium, just um, calling people back to Christ and um, surrounded by young people. And... Um, and when I woke up from the, from the dream, I said, Lord, that must be you. It was so real. And I said, let me know what you want to do. I'm available and I'm willing. And day by day through prayer, the Lord began to show me different things. And he said, hospice. Okay. And I'll write it down. And then he will say the mentally ill and I'll write it down. And then every time I will do devotion, the same verse will come. Acting justly, Michael 6, verse 8. Um, what does the Lord require of you? is to act justly, love mercy, and to walk humbly 
with our God. So that kind of convicted me. It's like in a nutshell, that's what my heart was expressing. That was my heart's desire. And the Lord is just showing me, go ahead and, and, and do it. Okay. Can you repeat that Bible verse one more time so our okay. listeners can get it? That Bible verse is Micah 6, verse 8. It says, what does the Lord require of you is to act justly, love, mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Okay. Yeah. And that was the verse that really just... That resonated in my spirit. So I went and I meditated on it. And day by day, the Lord would just, you know, uh, um, minister to me. And I wanted confirmation from God. Okay. I said, God, hospice. I, I don't I don't do well when people are suffering, when people are dying, right. you know, and um, I was struggling with it because every time I'll, I'll have because I, I, I get emotionally attached easily. So every time we'll go visit a Briton that is, you know, uh, um, really sick or on the verge of dying, you know, uh, I, I'll just shut down, you know, and then, you know, I get a call out of nowhere. While I'm struggling and praying on it, a friend of mine in Miami calls and said, Barbara, I have a family member that was traveling. He was on vacation here, and he passed out on the train from Orlando. Okay. And they brought him here, and they found out that he has terminal cancer. He's actually in West Palm Beach at the hospice. You know, there's no one there. Can you go and visit him for us? Because I'm, I'm in Miami. Oh. And I said, God, that must be you. Yes. And this is how we took the bold step to begin the ministry. So we started to visit the person, and slowly he lost his ability to speak. And from the training that we got, you know, from Vitas, we know that the hearing is the last part. Right. So we will communicate with him. And, you know, he'll blink his eye, you know, to say, do you hear us? You know, he'll blink, blink twice if you hear us and so on. And we offered him, you know, um, um, Christ. And, and, and I told him, you know, right now, you know, once you've accepted Christ, you are secure. Because sometimes it's God's will. And that's the, talking about death and dying, that's not something that we're comfortable doing. Right. Because when someone is really sick, you want to give them hope. And you also want to hold on to that hope that that individual is going to be there for you or the Lord is going to just put him back on their feet. Yes, we feel that we know that our God is all powerful, that he is able to do miracle and he still does. Right. You know, but what is his will for the season of our lives? Is it time for us to go and meet our maker? You right. Know? So um, having that conversation takes a lot of strength and a lot of um, conviction. And we had to gather my courage to do that. Okay. So to just, you know, let them know that, you know, God is able to heal them. But what if it's not his will? Right. Um, do you know where you're going to spend your eternity? Okay. You know, being able to have that conversation and be um, in, um, in, a, uh, in the right place at the right time to minister to the person, to bring them comfort. And let them know that they're not alone. You know, they, they're, they're, they can, they're not going to die alone. Even though they may not be a presence, a physical presence there, but the Lord is near. Okay. You know, and the Lord is, is prepared to welcome them home. Okay. So how did you decide going forward, you have your vision and you've now started um, your non-for-profit. And this is a 501c3. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And then you met Stephanie and... Yes. Because in the vision that I had... Right. You know, I saw young people surrounding me. But um, from my experience in church, I've always been involved with church. And for some reason, young people will always gravitate towards me. You know, um, I don't know. They keep me young. 
and I have a heart for the youth. So, and now I understand why the Lord showed me, you know, young people surrounding me, and these are the people that the Lord utilized. Okay. So I shared the vision, you know, with Stephanie. Back then, she was the president of the youth, and she still is. And I shared the vision with her, and I shared the vision with other young men um, that I knew that loved the Lord. I said, this is what the Lord has shown me. Will you partner with me, you know, by faith? And they did. Okay. CLAD's resources and consulting values its customers. Our planner footsteps to my vision is a 13 month planner that can be used for five years. It walks you through SMART goals, SWOT analysis, action planning, and holds you accountable through three monthly check-ins. We work only with top quality materials, innovative designs, and verified suppliers which are guaranteed to deliver to our high expectations because when it comes to our customer satisfaction, there's no room for compromise. Made with high quality PU leather and paper planner helps you focus on achieving your goals by giving you a sense of personal and professional satisfaction. Some of the amazing features of this product, vision board planner, luxury pen, eight gigabyte USB flash drive, wireless mouse, ultra elegant packaging box, available in five stunning colors, black, red, gold, pink, navy blue. Material, PU leather, 13 month planner, elastic band for easy handling. Our footsteps to my vision is available at Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, our website, and at Walmart. You may also follow us at www.cladsresources.com. Instagram, Clads Resources. Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Clads Resources forward slash. You're listening to Talk with Clads. Find more resources online at cladsresources.com. Now back to the show with your host, Katie Ann. Barbara for sharing why you started the organization. So Nashan and Stephanie, tell us a little bit about yourself and and how did you come to join this organization with Barbara? Okay, I'll start. My name is Stephanie. I currently serve as the vice president for Hallelujah Tribe Foundation. Um, like Barbara mentioned back then and currently I still am the youth president for our church that we um, both attend. And through working with the youth there, Barbara did share her vision with me and how she wanted um, the youth to kind of partner with her based on her vision. And from there, we started doing different initiatives in the community. So first, you know, it began with the hospice, like she mentioned, and then we reached out to the homeless. So we go to different homeless shelters or wherever we have, whenever we have extra food, when we're doing feedings, we'll just serve the homeless out in the community. So we take the youth, um, we give them community service hours, we have them help us, and when we go and do the different feedings, they are there serving, praying over the individuals who are there. Um, it did start off with the shelter, but then you know, throughout the years, we spread out throughout the community okay. and are serving just under the bridge, wherever we find anyone. At least once a month, we do a feeding, okay. and whoever we can target that month, we um, do so. We try to feed as much as we can with each run that we do monthly. Okay, great cause. So what other programs um, do you offer? I heard hospice, feeding, feeding the homeless, Nashad. 
Yes, um, thank you, Miss Kellyanne. Um, we also offer a scholarship, not, I wouldn't say a scholarship, but the sponsorship program um, and Haiti and Jeremy particularly, um, where it's a very remote location and um, the access to education is really limited. So we um, send out a fund every month to help these children get a hot meal and sponsor their education um, however we can. We are a very small and young organization, meaning that um, the resources mostly come from our income. Okay. But we do believe that we are able to make a difference with the little bit that we have instead of waiting um, for us to have big in order to make a difference. So, um, and also we, we partner with certain churches. Um, this is part of our missionary work where um, we also send some monthly stipend and they do visits in prisons because we do believe that these people also have a chance um, to be reintegrated in society. So they visit prisons, um, they do distributions of um, hygiene kits, um, toothbrush soap, which is where our model comes from, a dollar. Uh, for one prayer, this is our motto, because we believe even with one dollar um, contribution, we are able to help someone keep their dignity. They are able to get soap, um, toothbrush to face, and you know, take a shower, things that we probably take for granted here, yes. but that's a luxury for them. Um, and as um, Stephanie mentioned that we also do here, um, community work um, in Palm Beach County where we are actively involved in the community as well. Okay, so Barbara, um, what would you say are your the organization's short-term and, and, and long-term goals? Well, basically um, our uh, vision, basically our um, vision, like we said, is to um, minister to the impoverished. You know, uh, the Lord himself, you know, he gave us great, great insight on what he truly requires from humanity, you know, is to um, clothe the naked, feed the hungry, visit the sick and the prisoners. So our mission is um, basically based on that. Um, in a few words, um, um, our mission is um, to promote a culture of honoring God through our acts of service, you know? So we're targeting those that are affected by poverty, terminal disease, disasters, and imprisonment. Our main vision is to basically achieve our mission and proclaim the kingdom of God through the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay, and how how are you come, well, you said to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, so you, you're, you're doing acts of kindness um, while sharing his word. So how have you, impacted others by you know or how do you f see yourself impacting others well i personally i am i am motivated by that desire to honor the lord you know whatever we do we have a saying that we say, we have a rubric when we do the mission um, is to glorify the Lord. So we're doing it for Jesus. Um, so we're not serving just as mere philanthropists. You know, um, we are serving to honor the Lord and also to bring encouragement. You know, um, you know, a lot of the time when the person is a nursing home patient or, you know, terminally sick, those weekly visitation makes a difference because you're, you're, you're bringing, uh, um, you know, providing some respite care to the families themselves who need a break, you know, and also, you know, 
we're also uh, um, providing companionship for that person and listening ear sometimes. You know, sometimes it's just being there, being present, and um, serving warm, nutritious meal, and we do it with dignity. You know, when we feed the homeless and having the conversation, not just handing them the food, but spending that time to hear their story. You know, I think it means it means a lot. It makes a difference just for the person to be heard because everyone has their own story. Because um, something that people tend to do is to uh, um, dehumanize people. Right. Just because you see them on the street, you don't know their story. How do you know that, you know, it, that person might, you know, could have been a, a professional, but life happened, you know, or maybe the struggle that they had with addiction brought them in that situation. But, you know, it's important to, to, to just be present when you're serving, not just giving a handout, but giving that person that sense of dignity, that sense of worth. Um, let them know that I'm here for you. I, I'm here to hear you. And not only being present, being able to be that listening ear, but also let them know that not um, we're here to listen, but there's also God who listens and God who thinks of you. You know, this is why we're here. Also, um, we, um, I don't know if um, Stephanie had a chance to mention, we also have a, a yearly Thanksgiving feast. We did not do it last year because of COVID, right. where um, we are inspired by this verse in the Bible, um, this parable that Christ gave, where there's a feast and the, in, the people he invited, the person invited did not show, so they went and got the lame, got the sick, got the people that were not, you know, considered valuable or, or, or uh, honorable enough to be part of the feast and welcome them in. So um, we use that, you know, as our motto to have our Thanksgiving feast at the table of the king. Every year we've had it um, at four times because of COVID. Right. We didn't have it. Where we, we set up real nice um, and we have a, 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 like a, like a, actual feast you know people when they come oh is this a wedding or not no, we, we, we serve it real nice and we said this is for you I know you have um, a lot of adversity because families that are affected by mental illness people sometimes people don't you know there's a lot of stigma about mental illness right and having my background in mental illness that kind of you know always give me a penchant to think about the mentally ill so um, we have that banquet it's 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 everybody we invite members from the church to come and break, break bread with them and honor the Lord for them too because in spite of their struggle, in spite of the uh, adversity that they're facing, they still have a reason right. to, to offer thanksgiving unto the Lord and to let them know you matter also. We are, you know, we are expressing thanks for you for being able to cope, you know, with mental illness. And also we have um, the opportunity to minister to the needy with the small portion that we have. Right. I say small portion because, we, you know, we're, we're young and some of us, we don't have a lot. And a lot of time, people that are that have the least, they tend to be a lot of generous. I don't know if I'm. Yes, that, that's actually a very accurate dis um, depiction. So what I heard Nashan said was that one of the ways that they gain she gave support is through salaries. So how do you typically get support? Um, is it just from who is involved or? Yeah, I can speak on that. So typically we post on our um, website or we have an admin page and we talk about upcoming events or upcoming sponsorship that we have and we will basically give different donations from our own personal pockets or um, if someone will sponsor like a teacher in Haiti and we'll sponsor it for the whole year or you take turns and if you're sponsoring a meal we put together, you know, for this month, for this school, all of our incomes will go towards that goal. And then next month come or whoever, next teacher needs to be paid, we literally put it, our coins together and make it happen so that wow. we can help those that are in need. 
Okay. And also, it, um, it's all about faith in a sense. Mm -hmm. When I think about the miracle of the fishes and the bread yeah. Yeah. that Christ did. And he just wants us to be obedient and also offer unto him what he has already given to us. And, um, and he will do the multiplication. And we have seen what the Lord has done because we have the rubric called Felpu Jesus, doing it for Christ. And where we say we're going to cover the nine departments of Haiti, finding a small um, a, a ministry that is struggling. Because a lot of time, if you go and you offer someone who's already full, they won't really appreciate because I'm That's full. I, what I'm going to do with this? Mm -hmm. But someone who's really hunger, who's starving, and you give them a piece of bread, it means a lot. So a lot of time I used to be intimidated. You know, oh, that might be too small. But we have seen what God has done with just a little. And Sister Joel is uh, my mentor, and she, when she goes on mission trips, the little that we do, the Lord multiplies it. Okay. You know, so this is what keeps stuff going. And when we're, go when it, when we're doing our yearly mission trips, we all also um, tell friends and families and tell our church family. They're usually very receptive with what they can. You know, they give us donations. Okay. And how do you typically get your volunteers? Word of mouth. Okay. And also the young people, um, we have partnered with our youth. Um, a lot of them need community service. But we are also an army of one, we can say, because <laughs> we do the hospice, we do the homeless, right. you know, um, we do the mission trips. I guess we're all passionate about the work. So it, the load is not heavy. And, and we just do it. It has become like second nature. Okay. But um, this new initiative, you see how the Lord has, has brought many of us together. Okay. And to speak about the new initiative um, that many people probably are not aware of is, um, for my listeners, Haiti had some very catastrophic incidents that took place. They had an earthquake that took place, and then they had that followed by uh, flooding. I think yesterday when I looked at the news, they had uh, over 1,900 um, people that they found, and your organization has actually stepped up to the plate, and their in your initiative, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your initiative? Yes. Um, we are um, currently working on a disaster relief um, plan for um, Haiti. The people that are that have been impacted, it's called Let's Help Haiti, Help from the Heart Fundraiser for the Benefit of the Victims of the Earthquake in Okai. Um, when we heard the news, um, we had just finished fasting. We have a fasting service that we do on Saturdays. And um, we, we, we were just like struck. We were in awe, you know, oh my goodness, Haiti again. Yeah. Because it's like one day you hear one news, if it's not the kidnappings, it's, it's, it's a, a, a hurricane. If it's not the hurricane, flooding. it's a storm. If it's not a storm, it's flooding. I just could hear my house say, again, Lord, you know, and I could not sleep. I could not sleep. The Lord kept me up. You need to do something. Not just saying a prayer or, or let's do something. You need to go there. You need to be in, you know, on site. And I was like, oh, God, help me. That's what came to my heart. And just by talking to, uh, calling Stephanie, calling Nashan, I said, listen, help me help Haiti. And that's the word that the Lord put in our heart. So we're just asking everybody. It's simple. Help me help my country. Because yes, we want to, we have the desire, but we have the limited, surf, uh, um, limited resources. But if you help me, I can continue helping my country. And um, we want to pay it forward. 
Okay. You know, hopefully, you know, by 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 the coalition that has been um, um, formed, we'll be able to make an impact. You know, in the lives of the victim from Jeremy Okai, uh, um, um, Jacques Mel, and to make it worse, you know, as we're trying to prepare to bring relief for Okai and Jeremy. We hear that we hear that another city called Jacques Mel is flooded. People have died. People from our church have family members who have died. So it really, you know, it really, 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 really uh, um, impacted both the individuals that are here, you know, because we have a vibrant community, you know, of Haitians in West Palm Beach, and also whoever has a heart as a human being, you know, right. you don't have to have a family there. Right. It's, it's just not a Haiti. Exactly. It happened in Haiti, but it's a human. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a human thing to do. So, how can we help you help Haiti? Yes, Miss Kadian, um, you can help us by many outlets. Uh, we have the GoFundMe page that we have uh, um, set. Um, we are trying to raise twenty five thousand um, dollars. With that twenty five thousand dollars, we hope to sponsor a medical team to go and do mobile cl clinics because the uh, hospitals are flooded and overcrowded. Um, there are other people in the mountainside that you know it's considered in the remote that have been very very much impacted, but you know. Um, they don't have access, you know, to get the help. And some of them, are, uh, you know, we hear news of them dying because they have not made it to the hospital or there's not enough beds or, or in, enough supplies. So we want to go to them, you know, okay. go to the mountainside, the areas that are more remote to bring help, um, to bring the medical team. Um, so we also want to be able to purchase tents. Yeah. And um, there's a school also in Haiti that Sister Joel, who's just walking in the room, um, by her crazy face, she started this, um, this school in Gomier. They were having an event um, that day. Thank God everybody was up. You know, everybody was out, uh, and then the earth could happen, and half of the school is down. Oh, wow. So, you know, all the hard work, you know, but we're grateful for the lives that were spared. Yeah. But, you know, we're, you know, it was almost almost finished. Pe the kids were already, you know, getting their schooling there, service was being done there. So we need help to um, rebuild um, the school that was um, partially destroyed. Um, we can also, you can, uh, someone can also help if they um, want to donate to the, via Cash App or Zelle. Okay, so you mentioned the GoFundMe. Did you mention the name of the GoFundMe? Yes, the GoFundMe is actually Call help from the heart fundraiser. Okay. Yes. Um, GoFundMe. If you go uh, um, on GoFundMe, it can be easily found. Help from the heart fundraiser for the benefit of the victims of um, the earthquake. And we also have a drive at our church. Um, we are um, located at 300 North Jagwood, West Palm Beach, Florida, 33413, where uh, um, people uh, are welcome. We are here from um, 5 till 11 o'clock p.m. at night. So we are receiving donations um, from the community. What types uh, of donation are you accepting? Um, um, we are accepting medical supplies, hygiene kits, uh, lightly used um, clothing, um, but mostly um, food products because, you know, um, there's a shortage of food because we're communicating with people on social media, so there is a dire need for food. So we're making um, family kits. Uh, um, pocket Bibles also in French and Creole. Um, Where do you find pocket Bibles in, in French Creole if they wanted to? Amazon. We have an Amazon uh, um, drive. 
on Amazon wish list and Stephanie where everything is on there. So Stephanie, you can give more detail about the Amazon wish list. Oh yes, if you go on Amazon, we are um, known by Alleluia Tribe fundraiser. We have a list of items that are needed to make this um, vision come to pass. One of the number one thing I will say right now is needed is tents. A lot of the homes like Barbara mentioned have either been crushed down by the hurricane or washed away by the flooding and a lot of the people are living in tents so if you have the means or if you have been blessed to purchase some tents on there we are on amazon we do have a custom list you can purchase the tents on there a lot of the items that barbara mentioned like the hand sanitizers you know masks um you know baby clothing different things we have already put it on our amazon wish list all those items, if you do um, have it and are able to make a purchase, they will come directly to our church. And we have planned at, um, for September 3rd for the Labor Day weekend to go ourselves to Haiti and deliver the items. I know a lot of times people do get nervous about sponsoring and giving items to non-for-profit organization without knowing exactly where those products are going or if their money you know, will actually go to the victims. I know that's a lot of things I've seen online on social media. Okay. And I, for one, want to say that I know for sure that with partnering with Hallelujah Tribe Foundation or giving us just a dollar or any amount of anything, you know, we know will go directly to those who are affected by this catastrophe. So how much percentage of the donation will go to the victims? All of it. Um, so 100%. 100%. We're thankful that God has blessed us. We don't have a need for that, especially being in America, but we know we cannot say the same for those who are in Haiti. So we want to make sure everything will go like not should in the beginning with we'll usually that ministries cost uh, yeah. yeah bring it so that so that patients. yes barbara said it correctly we are covering the administrative cost out of our own pocket so that the donations we are taking can go directly to those who need it okay and like um stephanie was saying saying it when it comes to the doubts um that people have and um partnering or donating to nonprofit organization um, we also should say we are not just a nonprofit we are a Christian nonprofit um, meaning that we as young people and as Christians who have the fear of God in us we know there are certain things we cannot do and if we do them God forbid there will be, there are consequences and not only that a lot of us we've been through certain uh, a moment ourselves where we know what it feels like to be in need. Um, for instance, myself, I was um, I was there when the 2010 earthquake happened, and as an earthquake survivor, I know what it feels like to be outside in the rain. Your house is co has collapsed. You don't have any tent. You don't have any water. No medication. No med. Nothing. So. As people who have walked in their shoes, we feel like what it feels to be hungry. We are not just like an organization which just blow out like a big corporation and where we had everything already set out for us. And I feel like with people seeing the type of work that we do, because we do have um, 
uh, YouTube page and we do have a Facebook page where they can go and they can see the type of work that we've already done with our own fun. So it's easier now to feel confident and contributing to our foundation because, oh, if they can use their own income to do this, to pay for school for children, to feed the homeless, to visit the, the needy, to visit the prisons and to send money out, to Haiti for missionary trips and all of that, then, you know, if they can use their own money to do it. So from this point on, and I've seen what they've done with the little bit that they have, being nine to five regular income people, then I should be able to trust in these people and, you know, uh, um, donate to such organization. Okay. And then, Barbara, you mentioned uh, the address for the drop-off. You mentioned the hours for the drop-off. Um, is there a deadline for everyone to drop everything off? Um, necessarily, I wouldn't say there is a deadline. There is an urgency mm -hmm. for us to receive donations because we are planning to make as many trips as we can. Okay. So next week, we're going to um, go on our first trip with the help of the Haitian flight, um, mich missionary flights, where we can take our cargo, you know, for... Um, a reasonable price, you know, so we're going to make um, our first trip to Okai, and then we're going to make our next trip to Jeremy and, 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 and Jacques Mel and focus on the areas that are, are, are most remote. These are the areas that we're going to go. So we're going to try to make as many trips as possible. So I would not say that there is a deadline, but there is an urgency because there is a great need. Okay. So you mentioned GoFundMe. You mentioned your address. Can you tell your address again, please? Yes. The church address is 300 North Jug Road, West Palm Beach, Florida, 33413. <laughs> and if you cannot make it, you know, to the church to physically come and give a donation, we can try and, and come um, and pick it up for you. And uh, one mm -hmm. of our young um Men and women of our youth group. Yes, yeah. we'll gladly come <laughs> and pick it up. But if you cannot go, your prayers can go. Right, cash and, can go. And your cash can Definitely go. Definitely cash. So how do they donate uh, cash? I heard you say go for um, me. Do you like, have a cash we app have or a, We also have a cash app because I'm a cash app person because, you know, you know, it's quick. It's quick. It's, it's convenient. So Alleluia Tribe is our cash app. Dollar sign Alleluia Tribe in our Zelle. If um, someone were to type 561-707-2241, 561-707-2241, um, you can um, quickly do a Zelle donation um, towards this cost. And I just want to motivate everyone to just um, uh, agree with us, partner with us in, in the spirit, and trusting that the Lord will multiply the seed that you plant um, um, towards this cause. And God cautions us in Proverbs 3, 27 and 28. It says, to not withhold good from those to whom it is due. When it is in your power to act, do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. Do not ponder on it thinking, mm, I would like to give $50, I don't have it yet, I only have 10, just give it. Mm. It'll make a difference. So I am very grateful for the opportunity. And I know that um, our God will deliver Haiti. He will do it again through your support. And I know that you will be refreshed as you demonstrate your solidarity and generosity with the Haitian people. So I do thank you in advance. May you be blessed, those of you who are listening. May you be encouraged. 
May the Lord continue to prosper you as you bless us. Please help me help Haiti. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sure our listeners will actually donate. Um, so I'm encouraging everyone. I heard her say a dollar. Um, I would hope not that it's not just a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to say, but I will. You know, uh, you know. Just remember that you're touching lives, and you know, a dollar sometimes does not do what it's supposed to. So if you could give a little bit more than the dollar, even though she said a dollar, uh, your girl gonna say give more than the dollar. All right, <laughs> right. all right, ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too much. I, if you can't afford the ten thousand, give the ten thousand. Yeah, but you know what? Just Bless. you know, just remember the the um, point. And, and what the mission is behind why you're given, as they said, 100% goes to um, their trip and to their outreach. So before we started, actually before I close, uh, Stephanie or Nashawn, is there anything else that you'd like for our listeners to know? Um, there's the blessing and giving and whatever you put out, um, as they said, you put out good, it will come back to you, and we are praying that it does come back to you tenfold. So there's a blessing in giving, and remember, while you are giving, you may not be able to physically go there because we know how the situation is, but remember, you are feeding someone, you are clothing someone, you are uh, allowing a child to have access to education, you're allowing someone to keep their dignity, um, you are allowing someone to, you are saving someone's health, it could be a pregnant woman, it could be a baby, because, you know, the situation is very um, harsh, if I must say, so remember, whatever you said, it will be for the greater cause of the people um, of Haiti, and may the Lord bless you, we thank you for your contribution in advance. <laughs> All right, Stephanie. Okay, for me, um, one thing I would like to add is that one of the things we are taking as an initiative now is to prepare kits for um, a family of five in Haiti. So if you may not be able to do drop-off or you may be able to you know, have anything you want to physically give by, one of the ways we are seeing that it will be suitable to, to help us is to donate $50 that will go into creating a box that's already prepaid, pre-mailed, pre-organized box, and it will feed a family of five. We'll have um, sanitary wipes, um, masks. It will have toothbrush, food, um, soap, whatever someone will need to kind of sustain them until more help comes. So if you cannot, you know, give a big amount, we do say even $50, that will sponsor a box. We're planning to make about 100 to 200 boxes per trip. Per trip. So if you can make a box, you know, you know you've covered one family. That's one less family that is needed. And the last thing I would leave everyone with is um, 2 Corinthians 9, which says, He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do just as he has purpose in his heart, not grudgingly under compulsion, for God love a cheerful giver. And all that means is um, if you feel like, bad oh my gosh you're taking you know different initiatives but kind of give with a grateful heart because this is something we want you to do but we also want you to also want to do it and feel good about doing it you know we don't want you to feel pressured or like oh my gosh anything like that but we just want to be able to help and we want to help you um we want to ask that you please help us help our country so that's all i would like to add so help them help haiti 
So Barbara, before we came on, you had the most beautiful prayer. So to close, I'm going to ask you to pray us out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Psalm 119 is about to come on now. Get ready. <laughs> oh, wow, Stephanie. Yes, thank you, Lord. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. We give you glory. We exalt and magnify your holy name, Father. We thank you for this opportunity, oh God, um, to gather in your presence because you said if two or three are gathered in your name, you are here and you were here. Lord, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that is um, comforting us, Father God, um, in spite of uh, our moment of distress, Father God. You are um, renewing our faith, Father God, and you are giving us that peace that you promised to give us, which is the peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, I thank you for this platform. I thank you for Miss Kerian, Lord God, that um, you have um, put on her heart to give us an opportunity um, to share our vision and to present um, our um, um, disaster relief effort on behalf of the nation of Haiti. Father God, we thank you um, for this platform. I pray that it will continue to try. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to connect with other um, uh, 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 businesses and, and other uh, initiatives in the community that are servicing others, Lord God, and that are making an impact in our generation, Lord God. We thank you. Father, we pray that you will bless each and every one of us, um, and you will bless in particular our audience, each and every listener, Father God. You know what their situation is, Father God. Even though we are all motivated to help, Father God, we know that we ourselves are going through our own tests testing and trials, Lord God. I pray that whoever is listening right now, Father God, will receive their deliverance in the name of Jesus, Father God. There may be marriages that are um, um, going through testing right now. They may be um, people who are suffering from a broken heart. You are the God that heals the wounded heart, Father God. I trust that you will touch them, Father God. There are people that are struggling with an illness right now. Lord, I lift up every single person that is affected by the pandemic, the coronavirus, Lord. I pray that you will be comfort to those who have lost a loved one, either in Haiti and even in the states that we are here and the community that we are here because there are individuals who are mourning a friend, a loved one, a family member, Father God, from the COVID virus, Father God. Lord, I pray that you will um, minister to them in a powerful way to let them feel your presence. Lord, I lift them to you, those of us who are struggling, Father God, with um different father god situations that they may not verbalize with others but you hear their pain you you what you can wipe away their tears father god you hear those silent pleas father god for a visitation from you um many of us father god are struggling in areas of um Father God, persecution, those who have been bound, Father God, by some addiction, Father God, we pray that you will help them, you will deliver them. There are those who are in the streets right now that have been affected by transient homelessness, Lord. I pray that you will minister to them, Father God. Lord, I lift our professionals, Father God. I pray to everyone, Father God, that is, Father God, going through a struggle right now. We do not know what it is, but you know, Father God, because there is nothing that has not been revealed to you, Father God. Lord, I pray for discernment, Father God, for those of us who are in positions of leadership, Father God, those of us who have businesses, Father God, I pray that you will give them the guidance that they need, Father God, in order to move forward, Father God, I pray for prosperity because it is from you that all blessings flow, Father God, we trust that you will do it because you have done it many times, you do not change, Father God, you are not a man that, that a sinner that needs to repent, no amen that will lie, Father God, your promises are true from everlasting to everlasting 
everlasting. What you have done for the people of Israel, you will do it for us, Father God, the tribe that has been set apart. You have called us a holy nation, a people set apart for your glory, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, right now. I pray for those of us who have gone astray from you, Lord God. I pray that you will touch their hearts to come back to you, Lord God. I pray that you will quench the thirst of everyone that is thirsty and yearning for you, Father God. I pray that you will open up doors that has been shut, Father God. Lord God, we trust you, Father God. And I pray that no weapon will prosper, Father God, against those who believe in you, Father God. I pray for the prisoners right now, Lord God. Visit them, convict them of their sins, and those of them who have been wrongfully accused, Lord. I pray that our supernatural deliverance, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that everything that we say here will be, Father God, unto you, Father God, something that is a powerful scent, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Honor our prayer, Father God. Whatever we said that was not according to your will and purpose, Lord God, you will, Father God, oh Lord God, um, take into notion that we are just mere sinners calling and crying after you. We thank you for your presence, Lord God. We ask that you will continue to be with us. Bless each and every one of us bless and keep each and every one under your divine protection lord god we pray not because we know what to say but for your glory in jesus name amen 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 uh that prayer was so beautiful oh. very very beautiful ladies and gentlemen mr mrs barbara daphnis mark what a prayer so I normally ask this question, but I think I kind of went with the prior because I, I actually loved the prior before too. Um, before I close, are there any questions that I did not ask you? Because I, I actually don't feel like I asked you questions. So are there any questions that you wished I'd asked you? Yes. Um, I have two. Um, the first one would be like, how did we come up with the name? Hallelujah Tribe. So I don't know if Barbara wants to answer that. Well, <laughs> um, we came up with the name Alleluia Tribe because I felt that I wanted to serve with my kids. Remember yeah. that? I thought about the village. Right. You know, I love to watch um, documentaries about Africa. Um, we are naturally a collectivist um, culture, Haitians. We, we are very connected. This is why I, I, I often say that, um, you know, people may not understand, you know, if we say that Haitians are hard workers, you know, why don't they have the millions? Why don't they? It's because that we're taking care of each other in Haiti, you know. It's, the, it's like it, it, we're very much a collectivist. So I thought about the tribe. And from a, a humanistic standpoint, but I thought about the tribe from a biblical standpoint because there's 12 tribes of Judah, okay. and we are the tribe that the Lord has redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So we are the 13th tribe, and also hallelujah is the highest praise. And we, what we do, we don't do it, you know, because we have such great hearts and, you know, but we're doing it. We are motivated out of obedience, but most of all to glorify and exalt the person of Jesus Christ. So this is my hallelujah, uh, my highest praise. Your hallelujah tribe. Okay. Right. The next question was how or who can become a part of the tribe? Okay, so I can answer that one. Um, we um, accept anyone and everyone. If you love God, if you have faith, or if you want to serve the community. Do you have to be Haitian? You do not have to be Haitian. We do have a few members who are not Haitian, who are volunteers who want to be, who just want to help out. Right. So you can um, either contact us. We do have a website at www 
hallelujahtribe.com. So you can go there and just, um, you'll see the different initiatives that we have and you can sign up for the different ones. Okay. Um, so that's the way anyone. Anyone, anyone can join the Hallelujah Tribe, all right? We are Hallelujah Tribe. We are all the last clan. We are Hallelujah. Yes, we are all Hallelujah Tribe. How do you say that in Creole? Hallelujah. Hallelujah? Yeah. Hallelujah. It's, thing. it's just spelled differently. Hallelujah okay. Tribe. Hallelujah Tribe. Yes. Hear that? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah Tribe. All yes. right. Yes. Um, we also receive donations throughout the year. Um, I know today we specifically spoke about the earthquake right. victims, but because of the type of work that we do and we do not solely focus on Haiti, we are also active in Palm Beach County as well. So we do receive um, donations throughout the year because we do the feeding, we do the um, right. mental health, we do um, all sort of yeah. other activities the here in the community. Summer camp. So the it's summer camp, camp and the, the gala, the feast that um, Barbara spoke about at the beginning. And we also have a, uh, an annual conference that we do. So all of these type of events also require funding. So anytime, even if you're not able to contribute now, your contribution will be welcome um, throughout the year at any time. It will be helpful. All right. All right. Ladies of the Alleluia tribe. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, you Kellyanne. Thank you to the listeners. My absolute pleasure in um, having you on. And everyone, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with class. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find us on social media at CLADS Resources and online at www.cladsresources.com. Our planner, Footsteps to My Vision, is also located on our website or on Facebook, Instagram, or Amazon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep creating your footpath to your vision.